What's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the CEO Diaries. I'm so excited about today. I have my favorite person in the whole wide world. Well, besides Josh, because I'm <laughs> supposed to say that. And Fletcher, I'll say that too. But um, right after that, um, I have the most important person, one of the most important people in my life um, sitting next to me. And I have Casey Gehabe. Everyone say hello. Hey everybody. Um, I'm excited to chat with her today. I'll kind of tell you guys the backstory why she's here, but um, she was or is BFF, um, and that was kind of before we weren't like best friends back then. That's kind of grown to that, but um, we became really good friends. You were my client first, and then turned into one day I begged you to come work with me because I knew that you had tons of skills that I could utilize, and then not only that, I wanted to hang out with you every day. And then now you are how many years have you been? Four. Four. So she's been four years with Harbell's Hairco, Harbell's Salon. You started there first, then turned into Harbell's Hairco, and you're still here. Thank God. Are you hating your life? You love no, it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to tell you guys the story a little bit about Casey. Um, I'm gonna let her tell. I'm gonna tell my side in a minute. You guys know I gotta share my side, but I want her to tell her story of kind of like where she was before. Um, she's not a hairstylist, so I want to preface that so you don't leave that out because I think some people think everyone that works here is a hairstylist. Um, but tell them a little bit about like your background, where you're from, how you even got here. So I am from Lavaca, which is 15 minutes east of here and been here my whole life. Ended up going to physical therapy assistant school probably 2010, I guess it was. I have always been interested in doing physical therapy and athletic training and all that. So You're I like up, a caregiver. You're naturally a caregiver. Yes. So that would make sense. So I ended up getting that degree and starting to work in Van Buren um, for eight years as a pediatric physical therapist assistant. So obviously very rewarding. Have a lot of kids that I helped throughout the years and all of that. Kind of getting a little burnout period. You know, eight years in, sometimes you get, still yeah. love it, but... Yeah burnout period and she was working for um, a, a person that was actually my client at the time she's yeah. an incredible human she had like the best boss in the world so I know it was gonna be kind of challenging for me to be like hey come work together yes so she was client of Tara's um, boss that had already also turned into a really good friend of mine so that was really tough for me to make yeah. a decision what to do yeah. and Tara was needing an assistant at the salon or somebody to help manage and I messaged her just kind of joking around like hey uh, I wish I could take that position and she was like oh well maybe you should <laughs> you can please actually that would be awesome <laughs> yeah so I was like oh yeah I'm sure you know I know that you probably need a college student or something like that but nothing to like actually switch careers over and she was like well actually maybe we could work something out and figure it out if you're really interested because you yeah. obviously were trying to grow businesses and yeah. needed somebody and so I started doing part-time at the salon part-time physical oh, yeah. therapy because both bosses were really lenient with me giving me time to figure stuff out and then mm -hmm. your other person that was front desk just so happened to put in their notice mm -hmm. so I opened up a full-time position so I jumped ship mm -hmm. after a few months She's been all in ever since. Here thankfully. we are, <laughs> four years later. Yeah. But I think, you know, just to kind of hit on, you know, it was hard because even I had my worries because we were friends. We'd become such good friends. 
and um, you know, I was like, oh, you know, hiring friends and, you know, so I've hired family even, friends and family. And, you know, it always, it's not always like smooth selling, um, but I feel like with Casey from day one, we've kind of had this like understanding of like, it's just a mutual respect of like, you respect what I do, I respect what you do, um, but how can I not respect what she does? She's literally come in from day one and um, she's helped us build these businesses from the gr literally the ground up. Um, I want to talk about your work conditions that you came into. <laughs> we started Harper's Hair Co. Yes, okay. not too long before I'd started. Yes, so Harper's Hair Co. whenever she started at the salon was like brand spanking new. Within months, we yeah, it was just started. Uh, she worked at the salon, but we needed help with Harper's Hair Co. Because we were kind of toggling this like, you know, the salon was like our, our money maker. The salon was what paid our bills, you could say. Harper's Hair Co. is this new venture that obviously at first it did not generate funds. It was, you know, nothing that we could make a living off of. Basically in the attic, we call it the attic. It's actually up a staircase, but it's in a room of like, what would you say that room is? Like 12 by 12, maybe would be probably generous a little bit. Um, we had all the Harper's Hair Co. in that room. Like I'm talking, there was a desk in there with a computer, a couple chairs. We had all of our hair in there. It was our warehouse. It was where we shipped out everything. It was literally all in this little attic room. And so she became, you know, she was running the salon and, and she put it lightly. She was hired to run the salon. I was at that point where I needed someone to like step in and manage these people, you know, manage the clients, the customer experience, all these things. So that's what she did. And then Harper's Hair Co. started to grow and it kind of phased into this like packing orders. And, and I guess that's really where you started. Yeah. But... The thing with Casey is like from day one, she's always, she's always given me a hundred percent. Like you've always, always, you've never shown up, not given me a hundred percent. It's not always been an easy road. We'll kind of talk about that in a little bit. So she's always been really creative, but you've always brought like really good ideas to the business, but you were just very consistent on how you were helping us. And the orders thankfully became to this point where it was hard for us to handle um, the shipping side of things. And Honestly, I remember back, this is hard to remember because it's been four years now, but I feel like our, you know, the, the streamlining of our shipping and stuff, like nothing was streamlined because we didn't know what we were doing. That wasn't a job that you'd ever had before, but you were just, you're a very systematic person. So from day one, you've always brought in, like you found what wasn't working. And still to this day, there's little things sometimes like, hey, you know, the other day you're like, there are 52 things that we're putting in our Harper's boxes. Like let's, you know, make a change. And so you always find what's not working and then you bring it to the table and make it better. And so, you know, that's why Casey's been such a vital person to build these businesses that we have is because she's always been that way and very consistent. But I want you to tell them, how have you seen, cause you've been, especially with Harper's Hair Cone, I feel like that's what people are interested in hearing. How have you seen our business you know, change, I guess, in a way of like, I obviously growth, we don't have to talk about growth. Everyone knows that, that should, that should happen. But, you know, have you seen our business change as far as people you've been, you were our very first employee with Harper's Hair Co. And then now we have, how many we have? Seven or no, five, four, seven, count me and Casey, right? And or six. Technically like Creighton and Kirsten. Yeah, Creighton and Kirsten with our so, education. So. so now we're like eight, nine people. 
And how has been the biggest thing stuck out to you with our growth? And like, why are you still here, basically? You know, because you could do anything. You're the smartest person in the world, so you can go have any job. So why are you still here with us and believing in what we're doing? I just feel like, I don't know if there's really just one thing to encompass it all, but it's just been kind of crazy for me to see how things have changed in the last four years. You know, like, like we said, the growth. But it's crazy because... I, I guess it's the first time I've like really been in on something like when it started. So it's insane to me. And there's a lot of trust there too, you know, like I knew that you were gonna do big things with it. Like I just knew people were telling me when I was, you know, quitting my therapy job, Oh, you're stupid, why would you do that? And I'm like, It's none of your business. <laughs> like you know, like I wanna go I like I, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it'll be you know fun and something new but also work but you know like I said we went from the little bitty tiny space and like the main focus in was like growth within the company like we got to get who all can we reach how many states can we get this to like we were excited that we were shipping to Texas and Oklahoma and Missouri and like you know it's went from that to now we ship to Australia and Alaska and Canada and almost almost every state in the United States so it's wild to me so we went from that and like you know getting more colors of hair and then I remember when you were talking about I want to educate I and I was like well that'd be you know pretty cool and then it wasn't a few months later and we are you know signing people up for this class you know you perfected this awesome method and we got people flying in from all over so every year it's like something else like big has happened and then you know, we're growing and growing, and then you have, like, a line with a celebrity that, you know, was crazy to me. Here we are in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and I was doing therapy last year, and now we're at this person's house doing an event. Like, that's your product, the one that we were, pro or like, packaging in a little attic, and now we're in Nashville at an event. Like, it was just yeah. insane. So we've been, like, growing and growing and growing, but... I feel like especially in the last I don't know six months to a year it's we're still obviously wanting to grow we all want to grow but it's shifted to like you want the employees to grow too like we feel important you're you know offering opportunities for us and it like fuels us even more not that we would be fueled because we enjoy being here but it just it's just crazy like how big it's gotten and the changes and now we're in this beautiful warehouse and went all the from our that, little attic we yeah. actually went from an attic then to like a small closet because we needed to utilize the attic for office spaces and storage down i was like here you're just gonna pack orders in this little closet it was even smaller it was like an eight by eight <laughs> to we, we did have another storefront after that it was it was much smaller and now we're in 6,000 square feet um, Casey basically she has her own warehouse in there it's huge and it's beautiful if you haven't seen photos you need to go look at it it's, it's crazy cool but yeah it has been nuts but like there's been a lot of good there's been a lot of really bad um, you know it's been nice and you know from from a CEO standpoint and I know you know you guys that are listening always are like how do you work with your friends I know we just had a salon owners retreat the other day and one of the attendees was just like I hired my friends and now I don't even have employees and I also understand that you know just because this has worked out doesn't mean that I've had like failed relationships 
and you've kind of been there with me through those different relationships. You know, whether it was a salon or it's Harbrell's Hair Co. I, I had this conversation with Kirsten on her episode. The people that have like stuck around and that are still here are the people that have where they started and where they are are just morally sound people. And I think at the end of the day, you know, what makes our environment so good. You know, we all want the best for each other. Like we genuinely, it's not just a front. It's not just like we just say that because it's the cool thing to say. Like we genuinely want each other to live like really good lives, out, even outside of here, not just inside of these walls, outside of here. She was an employee position, but she sort of taught me a lot about, you know, having an employee because she had respect for me. And then I respected her, of course, because, you know, of her just as a person, because I loved her as a friend. But then, but then I knew, you know, outside of me and outside of this business, she also had to live a really good life. And, you know, you have income goals and, and, you know, you're actually, I know, I don't think you minded that I say this, but you were the most expensive employee that I'd ever hired at, at the time. And, you actually still are. <laughs> she's the highest paid employee probably in our entire company. Um, but now she's like our operations director. She, she, she's over every operation that we have inside of this building and outside, inside of this um, organization that we have. And, you know, it's been important to me that you continue to grow and that you continue to be more. And I know that where you're at isn't where you want to stay. And I don't, I don't want you to stay there either. And so I think that's what's been beautiful about our relationship and, and just you being here is because from day one, when you walked in the door, you wanted nothing more than this, this business to grow. And, you know, but I, I do feel like, and I could be wrong, but I think that you thought, you know, if I grow or if this business grows, then you're, I'm going to, I want you to grow too. And so to me, that's such a like genius way of thinking when, because a lot of people don't feel that way. They're kind of out for themselves. They join, they get jobs and they come on and they're, they want to, you know, what they can get out of it instead of thinking of like, how can I help the other person grow for me, you know, to get bigger and better. And me, I have an employee like Casey, you know, she's been so useful and just very, honestly, we couldn't function without her. I tell her that all the time. We we really could not. You know, I feel like from day one, it's been, I've, I've wanted you to feel like you're in a place of like, I'm appreciated. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna make more money. I'm gonna, I don't have a ceiling over your head basically. And so I learned that probably when you came on with me, cause I was just like, I have to make sure this person grows to keep you. <laughs> cause I know that, you know, I know that if you get to a place of, you're not growing anymore, you're out. And it's not because you don't love what we're doing, but you also have a life to live on your own. And it's not all about this business. And it's not all about that because we all have our own things going. And so, um, but I don't ever feel that for me. I always feel like, you know, your first priority is you want this to grow. And so I want you to kind of talk about, I want us to talk about the kind of changes of, you know, I know there's been changes and with which you guys have listened to this entire season you know that you know we've had a, I had a business partner that is no longer with us so that used to sort of manage you and manage all of our employees um, or help you know help manage alongside me and you know kind of how has our morale changed you know from day one even when you came out came in and then to now because um, there hasn't always been like great vibes and I will take blame for some of that you know I will completely I haven't always been perfect as a boss. So I want you to kind of talk about, if you can, a little bit of that, your version of kind of how things have changed as far as a management position um, or management perspective of how you have felt as an employee. 
Well, it's been, you know, a little bit of, I don't want to say a roller coaster because it hasn't been like yes, it up has. and down, up and down. <laughs> there's been times where we're smooth sailing and then there's like a little bit of a bump in the road or last year was more of a big roller coaster. <laughs> but More like fall off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, you know, like whenever I started, it was, like I said, I was managing this salon. So it was like fast paced. We're all trying, you know, you're trying to build um, the hair extension stuff. I'm trying to keep everything going to the salon. You're still doing hair all the time. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was all over the place. Ping ponging. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, to, for me, you know, it's exciting. I was like, just left a career I'd been at for eight years to go start something new. And, you know, we had, like you were talking about, the whole wanting to grow and all these things. Like, I feel like we kind of communicated that with each other. Like, when we had these discussions, when I was even telling you about my burnout, you know, that I was. I love whatever but I'm topped out and I don't like that feeling that I can't grow anymore and so it was all new and exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Everything you know is fine there'd be an occasional like little issue with an employee or something that right. might have been causing a little drama or problem nothing outside of a normal right workplace whatever you know we were all excited moving into like well, we're growing we're getting a new office we're leaving the salon and headed down to our own place so again I felt like excitement new venture we're all getting used to being away from the salon everybody's coming into the office you know more than usual because used to people would work from home but it was getting to be where we all kind of needed to be present right. and for longer periods then we started hiring more employees so I feel like you know business was growing more employees so we're all like figuring out each other learning how to get along not get along but collaborate see how everybody is yeah. you know and then I feel like you know we took on more stuff we did that tour your life got crazy busy pregnant or you're in Nashville every Insane. few weeks where it just went I feel like that's almost when things started changing a little bit when like the bigger roller coaster occurred and not that you weren't present but you weren't there as often so like you weren't really seeing everything that was right. happening or not necessarily in on every little conversation or detail as far as like personal life or how things are going in the office or how the attitudes might be that day or you know just that's right. I took the I guess I took the CEO position of driving the train, and I sort of passed off the management of the company. I guess you could say. So, as far as the other person was kind of taking care of all of our yeah. daily things or requests, or if we had issues, just and not that you weren't there, right. but you were at the salon, or you had a lot of stuff going and had to travel some. I don't know. The morale started just kind of going down, and some people weren't really happy to be there at times or feeling like they were being mistreated right sometimes and then I personally would just like you know I feel like I'm in a pretty good mood most of the time and yeah, I don't definitely. like to be that's why I keep her around <laughs> I don't like to be in a bad mood I don't and I know people's gonna have bad days and stuff but it would get to where I would come into the office almost every day and it was just like heavy in there and just was not the sunny yeah. 75 environment that a lot of times because you know like we have fun at work but we work hard but you can also work hard and be like yeah pleasant. enjoy yeah. yeah 
a lighter air. Yes, you know, and it was building. it was very yeah. heavy, and there was you know some people, one in particular that was in charge of everybody that was just really bringing down everybody, and they didn't necessarily have to say something specific. It was just the vibes that they were giving off yeah. and things that were going on that maybe you should leave at home instead of bring to the workplace and then I feel like that kind of started rubbing off rubbing big time <laughs> yeah you know because like just like with friends if you're around a friend all the time that's just negative day in and day out and you spend that much time with them like you're going to start to feel negative too so I was honestly and I mean I hate to admit but I was coming into work with a chip off my shoulder first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and that's not pleasant for me you know like I had been enjoying coming to my job all this time and then for like weeks and months I just have to come in most of the time and yeah. I didn't didn't want to be there really. Right. Most, you know, I'd still do my job work hard but I just wasn't I was ready to get off and go home. Yeah. And so that everyone in the office it started affecting mm-hmm. you know and like we're all still got along but some of us like maybe bonded a little bit more over what was happening in the office because we were trying to figure out and then you know I didn't want to just even though we're friends I felt like we were kind of getting a wedge yeah. not in like a negative yeah. way it's just we weren't close yeah like normal. we were calling now right before and now there was that space in the middle that we weren't but before and now I swear like we call each other like five or six times a day we're exchanging we exchange text messages all day every day about whatever sometimes it's work most of the time it's not um but yeah there was a time that we weren't like hardly conversating and I, I was kind of in this position too where I knew that something was off with you but sort of got to this point of you know there was like a wedge you know it was it was part of our management inside Harper Ellis and and I someone was between us and and made me feel in a place that we weren't good friends anymore and then come to find out it was also the other way you felt like because of what this person was saying we weren't good friends you know on, on your end and so yeah okay. and it sucked honestly you know because it's like your friend mm-hmm. that you're like you leave your career to go work for and you are like close with and then all of a sudden you're like oh I saw him at work and talked to him today for five seconds yeah uh, about about business yeah. and that was it and then so like personal things like we didn't talk about really and then things with the job that I normally would have like came to you about be like hey because I feel like I'm pretty good about coming to you if there's mm-hmm. an issue or if there's something that's bothering me or whatever but I just felt for that time that I couldn't really say anything or I felt that you were the one who instructed that mm-hmm. to me yeah that just got relayed it's the way I wanted it yeah yeah it's how it was conveyed to me yeah. and so I was just like dang you know okay well I'll just there's nothing to say because you're the one who right sent this <laughs> I'm the boss way. yeah you're yeah. the boss and that's what you wanted <laughs> yeah. so um it was just kind of a a rough period and like we weren't really enjoying right coming into the office you know obviously like I said we still cared about the company yeah but it just was different as far as the morale because we weren't coming in there joking with each other mm-hmm. you know now we have a blast. cutting up and 
<laughs> we doing our work part. and enjoying being around each other, eating lunch, you know, it was just like everybody come in, nobody's talking really, we get our work done and we're right out because of the way that a particular person was kind of just acting towards mm-hmm. everyone. Right. Because it really will weigh things down. Oh, yeah. I think, and everyone, it was a very eggshell, yes. you know, environment. It was like everyone was kind of like, I'm here to do my job, but I don't know how much of my personality I can show. And, and you know, me, I guess being, I was really wrapped up in, you mentioned this already, but I was wrapped up in some collaborations that I was doing and um, just a lot of education. We were on the road, and, you know, a lot of times we were on the road together, but it was almost like we weren't together. Like we were on the same plane, the flight, we would stay in the same hotel, you know, we would teach these classes and go home and it wasn't like we were really together. And, you know, about that time, you know, very, very long story short, and we won't, we'll spare you the details even though I know people would like the details. But, you know, you, you sort of got to this place of like, you were problem solving and then I, realized probably something's not right and I wanted to problem solve and you know long story short obviously major changes like came on inside of our business and this particular person is no longer part of the business it was almost like whenever that happened like it was almost like the the clouds broke it was it was the crate it was almost visual and none of us realized you know what even was happening or what caused all of it it was becoming we were getting the realization of what went on. But I think that, you know, as a CEO and you guys listening to this, I made the mistake, you know, I and I take blame. And I take blame of, you know, I thought that my company was mature enough that I could sort of step away and not step away from, you know, the company, but step away from my day-to-day of, you know, being with my people and, and being with my employees and making sure that my employees were happy, that it literally, it didn't stunt our growth, but it, it definitely almost could have because you actually were thinking about walking out the door. Um, you literally, I mean, word for word, wanted to quit and I did not blame you after figuring out everything. Um, and then multiple of our other employees also were, you know, ready, one foot out the door. And so that hit me like a ton of bricks because at this time I had the best team in the world as far as skill you know I had you you were here helping me build this thing um and then I had you know of course Aubrey everyone knows Aubrey and everyone knows how amazing she is at her job I had all these people inside of our business that I that I had the dream team and you know thank god you know things transpired whenever they did and and I had this realization but I messed up you know and I I think looking back and that's you know you know you and I've had countless conversations we still do sometimes there's still a lot of trauma within that season of our business um because we had a lot of like emotion behind it because we really cared about you know that person or we really cared about you know the company in general and so you know now looking back i'm like i went wrong because i stepped away and i trusted someone else to you know be having the conversations that i thought were being had behind my back when in fact the conversations behind my back were totally different and totally not um, for the company or for me especially Um, and so I that's been my biggest learning point I know that you've watched me sort of go through that realization of like oh my god I've messed up and you know thankfully I made the decision I don't know how I did because I was in so much pain emotionally but I I had to sort of put 
Tara aside, and I always tell people, I'm like, there's two sides of me. There's the CEO and then there's Tara. And you know, the Tara are, is the one that you and I, we travel the world. No, if you don't know that about me and Casey, we literally, we have a sickness that we call it. And what did you say earlier? Go to rehab for yeah, travel? Vacay rehab. Yeah. <laughs> we got a vacation rehab because her and I, people are always like, where y'all go? Y'all travel more than anyone. And we do. And we like it that way. Okay. So leave us alone. You know, I wanted to, there was a different, there's two sides of me. There's a side of me that has to handle business as a business owner. And then there's, you know, the friend. And so I had to sort of decide like, Okay, who takes over in this moment? And I had to step in and go, I'm the CEO, I have to problem solve. I was the one, you know, by contract that had the most power within the business. And so I had to step in and go, I have to problem solve this and figure this out before all of these people that are valuable to our business walks out my door. And because that's, I literally went home at night just scared to death that's what was gonna happen. And you know that was my fear. Um, I shared that with you, and especially when you said that's what you were going to do, <laughs> you were like, I'm out. If this doesn't get solved, I love you so much. I believe in this business. It's going to be amazing, but I have to find happiness, and I'm not happy in these walls. And so, you know, all that to tell you guys, because we wanted you to understand that, you know, business is not like you don't hire your friends and you don't continue to go on these vacations and continue to just be bop around life and just be besties and you go and pack your orders and I answer a few phone calls and then it's happily ever happily ever after. It's just not like that. And but the cool part about you know what has worked and why this has worked is there's there's two sides of us. You walk in here every day, yes we are friends, yes we have tons of funny conversations. We honestly laugh all day every day, especially now. Um, but there's two of us. There's two of us that go out and we go to Vegas every other week together and have our fun and travel to the Virgin Islands on our girls trips. And then there's us that decides to walk through that door every day. And like, we have a job to get done. We have a business to grow. We have money to make. We have lives to change. And that's only the only reason why it's worked because during that hard time, I feel like you put aside that friendship of like, you know, I do feel like I've lost my best friend or I've lost, you know, a friend and, the thing about Casey is she has like a million best friends because she's friends with everyone. Everyone likes Casey. She's like the most liked person in the entire world. Um, I'm just a friend over here like, hi, I'm a bitch, but we're going to stay friends because I really like you. <laughs> and so um, totally different personalities, like couldn't be more opposites. Same on a lot, but opposites on a lot too. But you were able to put that aside, I feel like, and, and just go like, I am here for a job. You know, yes, the reasons why I came here are kind of not here right now, but I'm here for a job. So I think that's a valuable lesson. Like you have to, if you're gonna work with your friends and if you're gonna decide to hire your family, I've hired family and I've had, it's worked out for me, thankfully. But if you're gonna do that, then you both have to have the understanding of like, this is really, we're, we're just trying to make a living also. And that almost sometimes comes first. And then, you know, the friendship I feel like is just as equal, but the job sometimes day to day has to come first. And so it's just worked. And I think a lot of people are asked, you know, I get to ask that a lot. People are like, how you work with your friends? And now everybody's my friend. But, you know, you work with your friends. How does that work out? Every day we decide, you know, we have one job to do and it's to grow this business. And we all have the same sort of, not destination, but goal. And so that's what's been, that's what's been great, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's not going to work in everybody's situation to hire. It just kind of depends too who the two people are and yeah. I feel like we have that mutual respect for each other and like you said there's mm -hmm. CEO Tara and Tara but there's like we come here like we're 
work Casey or friend Casey. You right. know, like I'm coming in here, yeah, we cut up and stuff, but when there's a job, we're working to get it done. Right. And we switch it on and off, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. So, every day, it's like a, it's a switch that we just keep flipping. Because, you know, we laugh a lot in here. Our environment now, especially, like, I love being in this building. Like, more so than even I love to be anywhere else sometimes. Just because I love the people and I love, you know, the vibes and everybody's attitude is great. And I feel like everyone is just genuinely happy. And um, that kind of started with me. Like, I, I feel like... I probably wasn't happy before and it took you know you can't run a business and then you be you hate your life day to day and then just think that your employees are going to follow suit and and or not follow suit and be happy you know you sort of got to make that decision and go okay my vibes are going to be good I'm going to be a happy person so then I can hopefully rub off on everyone else but um yeah it's been it's been quite the road and it's been quite the journey we've had a lot of a lot of shit go wrong. A lot of things go right, obviously. I've never asked you this, and I was gonna, I was gonna be like, I have a couple of questions that I didn't prep you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, which we didn't prep a lot for the for the podcast. I I talked about it yesterday. We were like, hey, I'm gonna, you know. But where do you see Harper Ellis Herco going in the next five years? Well, as far as how much we've grown in the last four years. Mm-hmm really gonna be huge i mean we're already big but in the next five years i mean i just see new things being brought on reaching new places a lot more people certified i mean mm-hmm. you come up with crazy stuff daily like you know the one day you're like i'm gonna educate and then they were educating so like that's one thing about you like when you say something like i know it's gonna happen i just whatever it takes it's gonna happen whatever you're gonna do whoever like and we're on board for yeah. you know we're gonna take it there but I'm on board with my crazy ideas yeah I just I honestly in five years I doubt we're in this office right here because we're I feel like in a couple of years we'll be outgrowing mm-hmm. this place I mean I'm sure you don't want to hear that or think that, that because That's of what it took to get word for word building. what I said to Casey Hicks what two three days ago when we had our meeting I was like you know that we're not gonna be in this office the next you know no there's no way yeah I mean I just you know we're obviously we still have extra space and stuff in here now but we've already added more things since then and I just feel like it's going to continue and then you know education we're already filling up this room in here now so the more people like we're not able to fit everybody in here when we have education and I just I see first see a different building a larger one, a huge warehouse. It may not be as pretty as I'd like it to be. Yeah. And I just, I feel like we're going to be expanding further than Australia and Canada. You know, the next thing too is we sort of niche down on our demographic of like whose lives that we're changing. I think that, you know, one conversation that's kind of gone on inside this building lately is, you know, our education is like that we offer at Harper Hairco is a breakthrough product. It's because no one else out there is educating like we are. You know, we're actually educating on things that we're actually doing and performing inside of our salons and inside of our businesses. And it's working. Like we're, we're not just teaching it because we think that it works. We're teaching it because we know that it works. And I feel like we're, you know, the mission sort of is like whose lives can we better and the one thing I don't think that people realize is you're sort of behind that like 
you're the first person sort of behind the mission of, you know, who who can we love, I guess, would be a good way. And Coach always says it's a sign that he's gotten his office, his office from the office, the show <laughs> The Office, which I do not watch that show, by the way. I don't think it's funny. I don't, maybe I don't have a sense of humor, but something about me. They love it. And I'm just like, this is dumb. Not me. I'm a friend girl, okay? Yeah, I don't know friends. about The Office. Exactly. So. <laughs> Um, but it says, he said it, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, um, do I want to be fear or loved? Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Did I say it right? I think so. Wow. I've stared at that damn sign too long to be able to know that word for You can't not stare at it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but it's so true because, you know, she's been the first person behind sort of that mission inside of Heartbreakless Hair Cove. Like we love, we do love on people. It's because we genuinely love people. And we don't let people walk out the store, you know, people that do business with us and us like, you know, run them in the ground or bash them or, you know, we've had our fair share of crazies, you know that, but we genuinely are like, how can we make this person's life better? And how can we, I guess, make them feel like they're part of something or um, have them actually be a part of something. And so what's been cool about your position and what you do is, you know, you sort of lead that with love as well. You literally take a list of people every single month and you, fine to come through them and you're like you know I this is a person that we need to really love on and and you know you call me and say so-and-so is having a new baby let's let's send them something great or you call me and say you know so-and-so had a death or so-and-so has cancer I mean these are all things that's happened sort of inside of our Harper Ellis and and we forget day to day that that's sort of what we're doing and what's been cool about your position is you are the perfect person for that because that's how you do in your your real life not just your work life Casey's always loving on people. She's the most thoughtful person, and everyone in this building can back me up. She doesn't forget anything. She doesn't forget anyone's birthday. She doesn't forget. She's just always out for other people, and that's a special kind of human, and and that's why you're the only person that would be good at the position that you have and the job that you have. And I'm already, I've told her, I'm like, you know that my CEO position will be open sometime. She's like, I don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. Pass that to somebody else. I'm not, I can't do, I'm not doing this job forever. Maybe I will. I don't know. But, you know, she, she's just been such a vital part of Harper's Hair Co. And I'm excited that you came on and people can kind of hear your story of, because you don't come to the forefront a lot, you know, yeah. and you, you live behind the scenes, but it's that's what people don't realize is you know all these people the people that educate with this and and me and you know the coach and and everybody that's on the forefront that you people see on social media a lot that's the people that people think run this business no actually it's Casey behind the scenes that does everything so um and then she's got Lena now um Lena I need to bring her on the podcast too she'd probably crap her pants but (laughs) probably (laughs) or be like no thank you I'm not coming um but she has Lena now and Lena's in the warehouse with her and Lena and her sort of head up you know all customer service and packages that go out and just streamlining everything and and it's like a well-oiled machine in there it's crazy if you walk in there during the day and you guys are just packing orders like it's you can do it with your eyes closed um it's kind of amazing to see went from an addict to where we are now so yeah, we've got cool. a system like thankfully she's here now and i know she's got a lot of other things she does but just the things that she has helped me with because i was i mean there's only so many hours in the day you right. know the packages coming in you're we're trying to get events planned we're trying to order things and I mean mm-hmm. it's a lot and if you're stopping every few minutes but to go pack some more orders and then it it was it became a two-person job right absolutely because before I could easily 
handle it but with our growth it's not that easy anymore you know you could spend all day long and not do another thing Mm -hmm. but pack orders yeah so she's been a godsend she really (laughs) has lynn is the best lynn is awesome my whole team is the best you guys know that um but yeah casey and i are going to keep on keeping on growing this thing and still traveling we've been a lot of places this year we have already what month is it June. june Um, we've been, where have we been? We went to Vegas. Twice. Twice already? Yes. And we're going again in three weeks. (laughs) That's my fault, actually. I'll take blame for that. Casey likes Vegas, but not like, I love Vegas. The second time was my fault, though. March Madness. Oh, yeah. The second time was your fault. Um, the Razorbacks got in the Final Four, or the Elite Eight? Sixteen. Sixteen? I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um. Or maybe it was Elite Eight. They were in some finals let's just put it that way not a Razorback (laughs) fan could honestly give two shits about the March Madness but they won one night and she was sitting at a restaurant was watching the game and she calls me she's like uh the Razorbacks are playing in Vegas this week are we going or not I'm like uh bitch you ain't going without me (laughs) so uh I will wear a Razorback jersey and I did I went and bought a Razorback jersey I was had a hog on my face like a sticker that you guys wear uh, Razorback fans are just something it's like a cult but anyways all that to say we and then we've been to Virgin Islands we took a girls trip Went skiing um, we did go skiing I've almost forgot about that we have a problem <laughs> we have a problem and then in three weeks we will be back in Vegas and celebrating Casey's wife's 40th birthday and we're just really excited so we live a great life we live a fun life but more than anything, I couldn't do this without her. That's why she's here. That's why I wanted to bring her on and her kind of tell you why she's here. Sometimes she questions it herself. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and go follow Casey on Instagram because she's very active. No, she actually, you actually are pretty active. It's just fun. on vacation. (laughs) Her handle is, what is it? A, A case of sunshine? which is perfect for her because that's what she is. She's just like a ball of sunshine. So follow her and you can see all the travels that we do and just be really jealous. So thank you guys for listening. Bye.